You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us. Today we'll be discussing how to reduce and prevent hypersensitivity following restorative procedures. Our guest is Dr. Leanne Brady, Director of Education for the Panky Institute and a dedicated educator who also maintains a private practice in Glendale, Arizona. Dr. Brady, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk. Oh, thanks, Phil. It's a pleasure to be back with you. Yeah, so those of you who have not tapped into Dr. Brady's previous podcast, she did a great one on how to maintain a dry field, It Matters, um, and you can tap into that. It really covers some of the options we have as practitioners regarding isolation, and she talks about her favorite there. Um, in this podcast, as the title states and also as the description stated, we're going to be talking about hypersensitivity. So to begin, tell us a little bit about where we are with treating hypersensitivity. So, you know, I mean, sensitivity, Phil, has been a conversation that's been part of what we've always done in dentistry, you know, and trying to figure out um, how to manage it. Um, and then, of course, when we moved into the world of adhesives, it became even a bigger conversation. Um, you know, I will I will tell you personally, I've, you know, um, I've not had a problem in my practice with teeth being sensitive after um, restorative procedures um, because I have um, applied Gluma, which is one of our desensitizing products in the market, to every tooth that I've prepped probably for the better part of 15 or more years. Um, Gluma has been on the market for quite some time. Um, but it's still a common question I get. I get out, go out lecturing. I talk about composites or adhesive dentistry, and I always have people say, how do you prevent sensitivity? Um, and there's lots of pieces of that puzzle as far as, you know, your process, um, how you're utilizing your dent adhesive. Are you following the instructions? Um, you know, the goal of that is to seal dental tubules, and that's what ultimately prevents um, that sensitivity. And with that said, because it's um, not perfect every single time you do it on every single patient and different people's teeth have different levels of sensitivity, um, using, um, you know, something like Gluma, we call them rewetting agents, desensitizers, prep scrubs, something in that category of products that can really help not just reduce the patient's experience of sensitivity, but also can um, reduce the chances of a pulbitis, um, decrease um, a phenomenon called bond degradation, make your restorations last longer. You know, today, there's probably at least four good reasons to use some, you know, something sort of either before your dent adhesive or in the midst of your process of your dent adhesive that's in that category of desensitizers to help your patients have a great experience. There's nothing worse than a patient that has to call you back the next day and say their tooth is bothering them or a month later and still say their tooth is bothering them. They can't drink something cold. They're not likely to refer. Um, but we also just want their dentistry to last as long as possible. So if you're using a universal adhesive, for instance, can you walk us through the steps of how you use, for instance, Gluma in the desensitizing process? Oh, absolutely. And so um, really the question is, um, how are you etching? And so if you're using blue gel, phosphoric acid, to etch a tooth, then what you're going to do is apply your blue gel. You're going to rinse it and dry it. And then you're going to apply your Gluma desensitizer. And then you're going to go to your um, steps in your dentin adhesive after your Gluma. If you're not using any blue gel and you're just going to allow the dentin adhesive to self-etch, then you're going to apply your Gluma desensitizer first 
and then move into your steps of your debt and adhesive. So the Gluma piece always comes before the debt and adhesive steps, um, and it comes after phosphoric acid if you use that. Okay, and of course it only goes on the dentin, right? Not not the enamel. Yeah, the object of the game is to get it onto the dentin. Um, I try to be as careful as I can when I apply Gluma. Um, I actually apply it with a micro brush most of the time when I use the traditional liquid. And if you get it on a little bit of the enamel, it's not going to hurt anything. Gluma seems to be the product you're using. This is not a new product. It's been around a long time. I mean, I, I can't. I don't even know when this product first came on the market. Um, it sure has a great track record. Is this the product we should still be looking at going into 2020? Um, you know, it is for me, Phil. And part of that is um, it was the original product on the market. We have lots and lots of great studies that were done um, using Gluma brand to look at the effects of glutaraldehyde and HEMA um, on bonding. What does it do? What does it not do? Um, you know, the great news is it doesn't, uh, it doesn't have any effect on any of the dentin adhesives. So it doesn't increase bond strength, but it doesn't decrease bond strength. Um, but all of those studies, all of that science out of lots of independent universities has all been done with Gluma brand. So it's got that behind it. Um, and a lot of the other products that have come on the market um, that are similar, glutaraldehyde and HEMA, don't have the exact same percentages of active ingredients. And so um, for me, that means there's always a possibility that how they work may be different than what we want to have happen, again, based on sort of looking at the research. So I do still use Gluma um, by brand. It's a product from Colzer. And, um, and, you know, as I said, there's actually more reasons. We used to use it just for um, desensitizing. Um, but, you know, today, if you do use phosphoric acid, um, uh, you know, Gluma is an incredible rewetting agent. So all that worry about rinsing the blue gel and drying and did I leave it wet enough or not too dry, um, you don't have to worry about because it acts as a rewetting agent. That's a huge advantage. You have that moist dentin right. that's perfect for bonding. Exactly. So that's one of its advantages. Um, you know, the glutaraldehyde component in Gluma is antimicrobial. And so it actually reduces the possibility of getting a reversible pulpitis. So that's great for pulpal health. And that's part of how it works against sensitivity. Um, the glutaraldehyde also prevents the production of something called matrix metal proteinases, which we refer to as MMPs. And what we've come to understand, um, you know, in the last five to 10 years is that part of the reason that adhesive restorations have to be replaced is a phenomenon called bond degradation. So the bond breaks down, all bonds degrade over time. And in the world of dentin bonds, it's actually a phenomenon that our body is doing to the bond. Um, it's a normal response of the collagen thanks to these things called MMPs. And glutaraldehyde minimizes or prevents the production of MMPs in the dentin. So we reduce bond degradation, thereby increasing the longevity of our dentin bonds. And then, of course, as we started with for this whole podcast, um, the HEMA component in Gluma is what um, blocks dental tubules, prevents the fluid from moving in those tubules, which is the primary cause of sensitivity post-op after you do a restoration. So this, this product that, as you said, has been around forever, it's really kind of the gold standard in um, desensitizers, and we only, we only used it for one thing. Now we know there's four really valid clinical reasons to put this um, on every single tooth reprep. Using Gluma 
under a restoration is what you've described. How do you use Gluma when someone comes in with hypersensitivity? Yeah, you know what? I mean, that's obviously an easy way to do it. So, um, you know, the Gluma liquid, the traditional Gluma liquid um, is totally clear. Um, they make it in a dropper bottle. They make it in little unit doses. Um, so you're just going to take a drop of that liquid and you're going to put it on a micro brush and just very gently just put it on the exposed root surfaces. Um, and um, I typically just put it on there and then I just blot it dry with a cotton pellet. You can also put it on, leave it for 60 seconds and then rinse it off. Um, super easy and highly effective against uh, sensitivity and exposed roots. So that's an indication for the liquid form. What about the gel form of Gluma? Yeah, so, you know, it was really kind of cool when Culzer came out with what they call their Gluma Power Gel. And it actually comes in a very familiar delivery system. It looks like flowable composite. So it's in a syringe. There's disposable tips. So you just replace the tips for each patient. Um, it's thicker, more viscous, and they have added a green dye to it so that you can see where it is. And I'll use the Gluma Power Gel all the time for posterior composites. So I'm going to inject it into a class one or a class two prep. It stays right where you put it. You can see where you put it because of the green color. You just leave it for 30 seconds and then rinse it and dry it and then move on with your dent adhesive. So I use the liquid um, whenever I'm working on anterior teeth, under veneers. We use the liquid underneath, um, like when we've done a full crown prep before we put our temporary on. And we use the power gel most of the time when we're doing posterior direct dentistry, so some form of composite. For me, it's been a go-to product in my office for at least 15 years or more, and it's pretty much out on every tray table. Yeah, yeah. And listen, if something works, uh, why change it? It's been working. Absolutely. Yeah, and it does work. It's There's so much research to show this product is effective. And the fact that it does not in any way negatively impact um, a composite restoration or restorative procedure of any kind is, is super important. Um, thank you so much, Dr. Brady, for your insight on this. I hope to have you on another podcast soon. Awesome. Thanks, Phil.